Hello everyone and welcome back to the Movie Melting Pot Podcast. I am here with my co-host Richard. Say hello Richard. Hey guys. I'm Jake. I gotta start saying my name more. Yeah, you do. I always introduce you. I just assume I guess that our listeners right now know me. Well, that's because most of them probably do. Yeah. Most of them probably know you too. Yeah, that's actually a good By point. name at least. This is our first Saturday special. Yeah. We're recording this Friday night. <laughs> yeah. A little too so. late to, you know, be doing it. But, you know, it is what it is. And uh, we hope you guys enjoy the, the Saturday special. Yeah. So, uh, my plan for the Saturday special is just kind of go over TV shows or, you know, quick reviews of something else if we don't watch TV shows. Uh, but for this first part of uh, the Saturday special, these first several episodes, we're going to be talking about The Mandalorian. Yeah. Um, the new season just came out, so. Yeah. Episode one. I like that they post them every week. We'll talk more about that. But uh, one, it gives us some fodder for uh, next week to, to talk about. Yeah. And we don't just have to sit down and binge it and, you know, yeah, talk it's, about a whole season or something. Yeah, it's nice the way they have it set up. It works well with podcasting, so gives content every week. Uh, for this episode, we're just going to kind of kind of briefly talk about episode one or season one, what we liked about season one and yeah about the show as a whole and then we're gonna do a spoiler talk the spoiler portion will only be about 15 to 20 minutes i think and that'll be about what happened in the next yeah in this first episode of season two yeah that so every subsequent episode of the saturday special should be like that 15 to 20 minutes but this one will be longer just because we want to talk about Season one. Yes, set up season one. So yeah. All right. So Mandalorian season one. Um, I have seen it. You said many earlier. Times. Yeah, you said earlier like three or four times. I th- I think I saw each episode three times because I would watch it myself yeah, when it came out. Then we would watch it together because at the time I didn't have Disney yeah. Plus. So I'd watch it that more like that morning, and then yeah. you come by that afternoon, and I'd rewatch it. Yeah. And then there were a couple times, like, Jason would come over. Yeah. I'd watch it with Jason, so I would rewatch the whole season. And then, like, over Thanksgiving, I think I rewatched it. Well, I thought we were. So. But Thanksgiving, I think we were only on episode three. I so thought that we had. Crazy. I thought that we had watched it all with Jason for, like, a break. I think so. Because he didn't have Disney Plus or a way to get it. Or, like, a way to... I mean, obviously, he had a way to get it, but, like, he just didn't want to. Yeah. But you had it. And so I think we all went over to... But I'm just trying to cut the yeah. number of times that I watched. Yeah, so you've seen it, like, three times, maybe four. And I've seen it a couple of times, because I think I watched it with you for my first time through. And then I watched it, I think, with when we were all together. I watched yeah. it. Um, I think that this is a really good show. Yeah. But I think it's a bit of an overrated show. Really? Yeah. I think I like Star Wars. I think uh, Star Wars is probably the most overrated series of all time um, of like movies. Oh, you just gave me a face that says you... 
I can I can see where you're coming from, but I don't know. For me, I just feel like it's it's properly rated. You know, like I don't know, because like when I think of like honestly, I couldn't name something that I feel is really overrated. Honestly, you know what I think is overrated as far as like series goes, and it's not like a movie; it's like a TV show. But like, honestly, I think The Office is overrated. Like, we're getting out of hand here. Like the the we gotta fact go back to Star Wars. No, I'm just saying. Like, for me, that's kind of overrated. But for Star Wars, it's like there's a huge fandom behind it, and they're just like it's just really solid, and it's like solid. It's a it's solid good. story. It's good. Right, and I just think it's I think it's but properly rated. People think that it is incredible. And I, I The Rise of Skywalker made over a billion dollars. Rightfully so. Are you <laughs> Okay. The Mandalorian. I like a lot of the extended universe things, probably more than the movies. And the Mandalorian falls into that. I am telling you, Richard. And everyone who's hearing my voice right now, watch the Clone Wars. They are so good. I do need to watch it. You've been telling me to watch it for a while. Yeah. And I don't know. For me, it's just like I can't get past the animation. Yeah, the animation gets better. It starts cheaply made. Yeah. Um... And it starts childish. And yeah. That's, that's going to be the big problem with people starting watching it. But, you know, about halfway into season two, probably, where it stops being so childish. You know, maybe even beginning of season two. Through the end. Especially in, like, seasons three and four. There's, the way it is, is it's a serialized TV show. Mm-hmm. So, different story arcs taking place at different random times. And they'll have, like, three, two, three, four episodes devoted to that story arc. There's so many amazing storylines with, like, such great character development and, you know, motive in there. Yeah. And this is... Here, I'm gonna... Here, (laughs) I know you want to say something. You you finish your thought. No, my thought is that we need to get back (laughs) to the Mandalorian. (laughs) That's a good thought. But, I mean, you know, I... I know that you enjoy, like, the extended universe stuff. And, I, like I said, I can see where you're coming from as far as, like, the Star Wars movies being overrated. Like, I can see where you're coming from. I just don't feel the same way. Yeah. But, I mean, as far as The Mandalorian goes, I think it's really solid. And it's hard yeah. to... At this point, it's hard to say if it's, like, overrated... Because it's like, it's really just now starting off, and yeah. there's not like the massive fan base. You know, it's not like the Mandalorians pulling in a billion dollars. Yeah. It's it's fan bases, Star Wars fans who have right. Disney Plus. You know, right? And also people who like Yoda, Baby Yoda. Yeah, I'm that person. I like it because I like Star Wars, but yeah. there Yoda were a lot of people. Yeah, there were a lot of people who thought that Baby Yoda was like the most adorable thing, and they started watching it just because of him. Or her. Or it. I don't know what you would really call a 
baby Yoda. It's no. not even technically a baby Yoda. It's... Yeah, it's just the child. Yeah. But maybe it is a reincarnation of Yoda. Maybe. Anyway, I was talking uh, in the Raiders episode about MacGuffin movies. This is a MacGuffin show. I know I didn't remember what it was. Do you remember that? I didn't remember what it was in the episode, what it was called. Where there's something... The plot moves forward as two parties try and grab one object. Well, like one person tries to get one object. I went through when I was editing and recorded myself talking about MacGuffin movies. Hmm. This is a MacGuffin TV show. Centered around the child. Right. And I was kind of disappointed. Like, this is... You know, one of those episodes where they just take a time out and um, see, like, stop, and they're not trying to figure out where Yoda goes. Are you talking about the first episode yeah. of the new season? Yeah. Okay. They're just trying to figure out where baby Yoda is supposed to go, and he's looking for a Mandalorian. Right. And after that, after he gets to Tatooine... That kind of MacGuffin plotline stops because then it becomes about this dude's armor. And to get the armor off this dude who's not a Mandalorian, he has to... Help him with his task or whatever. Yeah, help him beat the crate Dragon. Interesting fact. The sound that the crate Dragon makes is actually taken from... Like the... Uh, you know those reworks about like how George Lucas remade, like reworked um, the original trilogy. Yeah. Apparently, and like you, you can't find, you cannot buy like the original versions of those movies. Mm-hmm. They're not in production. Right. But you can still like find like clips on YouTube. The original movie just had Obi-Wan, when he's, the Jawas are about to take the, the droids and Luke mm-hmm. or whatever. Yeah, and he does like that weird noise. Yeah. Yeah. That's a Krayt Dragon sound. Really? They pulled the sound from the Mandalorian. They pulled the sound from the movie and made it the Krayt Dragon sound on this. And apparently if you have like a DVD uh, or like something like that. The, the closed captions will say Crate Dragon Noise. Really? Yeah. Apparently. I I cannot verify this. So we should try. That was, a, that was a Crate Dragon. Which I guess makes sense because it's like that's what scared the Jawas away. So they see a man running up over the hill. They think, oh crap, a Crate Dragon's coming. Yeah. I don't know how Obi-Wan can reproduce a Crate Dragon sound. Well, to be fair, the Mandalorian speaks... Tuscan Raider. Yeah. So. But I, I don't think I, I said this. I kind of brushed over it. But in the original version, he just ran over the hill screaming. <laughs> yeah. It was described as he just stubbed his toe. <laughs> really? Yeah. That's He was just screaming at the, the Tuscan Raiders. Hmm. Did I say Jawas earlier? I think I said Jawas. Yeah. It, it was, was Jawas. Tuscan, no, it's the Tuscan Raiders. That's why they ran away. Oh, yeah. That's right. Okay, remembering correctly now. Yes. So, that's the kind of movie you're dealing with. The the creative people you're dealing with here. Right. Is that they love this world, 
so much that they created a an episode about this one thing. Uh, this crate dragon, crate dragon, awesome. Special effects, awesome. They were really good. Uh, I know you. I mentioned to you, you have not seen Tremors before. No. We'll talk a bit about Tremors in uh, the episode that comes out on Tuesday, which we're going to record right after this, hopefully. Mm-hmm. But uh, this movie, the, sh- the, the show is kind of like a new Western in the Star Wars universe. It does seem that way, yeah. But this movie, this episode, I keep calling it a movie, this episode um, is just Tremors. Yeah, and I don't really know what that means because I've not seen Tremors. So Tremors, there's a great big old worm that's like destroying a village and killing people. Oh, okay. And Kevin Bacon must rally the townsfolk and defeat this giant worm. Okay, I see where you're coming from. And so this, this is really just just tremors in an episode and right. it's good yeah it's solid but you also get some of like the the western yeah like concept in this episode as well because like you have the guy and the guy who has the the armor like the mandalorian armor and he's called he's what's called like the marshal like i don't even know if they ever give him a name i don't know if they ever say it i think it's just they do i forget his name but the episode itself is called the marshal yeah and so like you have the marshal which is kind of like a western thing and then he rolls in you know kind of acting like a like the sheriff in town yeah and it's like kind of a desert area and it it seemed very what what was the name of that port is most most, it starts with a P, I think. Yeah. And it's like four letters. I I keep wanting to say Portland, but it's not Portland. <laughs> Moss Portland. Moss Portland. Like, uh, I can't. Th- I can't think of what it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't remember. But there's like Moss Isley and Moss something else. Moss. There's a mo- another Moss there. And then it shows up on the map, and they're both like big. Yeah. And then there's the Moss that doesn't even show up on a map. Yeah. And that's the one that they're at. Yeah. And so it's literally like five buildings, you know, it like very stereotypical Western town. Right. With like five buildings and a bar in the middle. Yeah. And then like a sheriff. Yeah. And there's almost like a bar fight, but not quite. Yeah. So. It, and, it, in that, I, in that sense, I like the aesthetic. Yeah. But I was kind of disappointed in this episode because it was just too familiar. Okay. And I it's I didn't and I think that might be one of the reasons that I didn't like it, but I heard someone else say it and I have to agree. In the in this show, there's only been eight episodes, nine episodes now, but eight episodes before this one came out, you've already been to Tatooine. That's true. You've already seen this lady that runs her little yeah. Thing you there. already know that he talks to Tuscan Raiders. Yeah, and so it's it's like there is a giant galaxy that they have to explore to find where Baby Yoda goes. Yeah, and they're going back to the exact same planet that they yeah. were just at. Like 
I like the scene in the beginning with this, you know, character you've never met before on this planet you don't know where you are. Right. He didn't have to say, I heard that there was one on Tatooine. He could have named any other random planet, but they chose Tatooine. And I think that that Marshall guy will come back into play. You know, at the end, you saw Tamora Morrison. Yeah. Who plays... That's the name of the character guy who plays uh, Django. Yeah, Django Fett. Um, and presumably now that's Boba Fett, though he could just be playing any random clone. Yeah. You learn a lot about clones... From the Clone Wars. From the Clone Wars TV show. There's one specific squadron that works a lot with Anakin. Mm-hmm. There's one specific one called Rex, um, who apparently it's been canonically confirmed was like, on, was at the Battle of Endor. Okay. And so I've heard someone say, well, what if it's Rex? I would kind of prefer that it's Rex. The but, Mandalorian on Tatooine? Yeah. Okay. But I... But it's, you see, it's, it's it's Boba. Yeah, you see the mm-hmm. Boba Fett armor. And That's the armor that the the Marshal wears. Yeah, and so it's kind of and like now this Mandalorian that they find doesn't have his armor. Yeah. So it it makes sense that it would be Boba Fett because Boba Fett was also on Tatooine. That was the last place he was sighted. Yeah. Well, so like, yeah, because he got thrown into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, in episode and escape, six. And escape the Sarlacc. I think you, I heard you say something while we were watching it about him escaping because they mentioned the one time that the crate dragon ate a can Sarlacc. Eat a, yeah, can eat a Sarlacc. So you thought, I thought I heard you trying to like remark that like maybe he escaped. Yeah, maybe he escaped because the snar or the Sarlacc got eaten or From something. From what I saw of the graphic novel, though, he just wits his way out. Naturally, because... Yeah, because it's Boba Fett. Yeah. super cool. Yeah. He, like, repairs his jetpack or something. I don't remember. Blasts his way out. Interesting. But somehow he gets out, and we're pretty sure that's the Mandalorian that... I guess they're looking for on Tatooine. So, I I would imagine that... uh, Boba got out, and got picked up by the Jawas... And left his life of being a bounty hunter behind. But we'll find out. Maybe maybe, maybe he like liked being thought of as dead. Just wanted to leave the life behind him. I bet it makes life easier. Yeah. You know when he when you're serving the Galactic Empire as a bounty hunter, and the Empire falls. Like. It's probably best in, in, the, in the in the power vacuum. Like you probably want to disappear. Yeah. But, oh no, it wasn't a, a bad episode. Um, no. I mean, it, I think it was a good start to where this season goes. Yeah. But I'm... I don't know. Like, we're gonna have to see how it ends. Because, like, the way they set it up, it's almost as if they're going to have this long journey to find this Mandalorian... When in reality, it could happen in the next episode, and then we have no idea where the season's going from there. Yeah, and also, remember, the last shot of last season is Grand Moff, whatever his name, Giancarlo Esposito. Right. um, Holding the Darksaber as he cuts himself out of that TIE fighter. Right. And it's like... And we haven't seen that at all. That doesn't show up in the episode. It doesn't show up in this episode. Except for in the recap. 
So yeah, and so it's like once again, at some point, I want his adventures and his um, narrative storyline of you know this person wanting Baby Yoda, him trying to get Baby Yoda home, right to combine. Right. And that was one of the problems I had with that one episode last season with Bill Burr. Mm-hmm. That it it was inconsequential. Right. But, uh, like, I don't think this episode will be inconsequential because I think the Marshal will pop up again. And because of that end scene where you see Boba Fett. But other than that, it's pretty inconsequential. Nothing really happened. Yeah. Nothing, nothing that really heavily adds to the plot like it's it's not even like it was in the first season where like where the mandalorian first finds out that baby yoda has powers yeah you know like that one seemed sort of inconsequential but like you see that baby yoda has powers and so he's like oh there's something to this child yeah. But you don't even see Baby Yoda. You see him do nothing in this episode. So it's not even like he does yeah. some new Jedi thing. He just kind of sits there looking cute. Yeah, he just he's there for like the fan service of the, the people who think that he's just adorable. And also just to remind the people that like, hey, he's still there. Yeah. Like cuz if if you didn't see the egg floating around, you wouldn't really see yeah. him much. Yeah. Which which I mean, he just I mean, the majority of this episode does he not just leave him in the town? Like, I don't... Is Baby Yoda... Yeah, Baby Yoda was out there. He yeah, was on he that was. Bantha... Or was he on the speeder? He was on the speeder. Yeah. On that pack while all the fights were going down. Yeah. It's like they had to keep cutting to Baby Yoda to remind you, Hey, Baby Yoda, don't forget what this is all about. Yeah. Don't forget to buy your stuffed animal for Christmas mm. before they sell out. You know. I don't want a Baby Yoda stuffed animal, though. I know, but when they first released, they were sold out like the same day. Yeah. I'm, so. That's all those ants out there, man. Everyone has an ant that bought a Baby Yoda stuffed action figure or something. Something Baby Yoda related. Yeah. Anyway, I think that's uh, enough for for this. So. Yeah, so thank you guys for listening to the Saturday special. Yeah, very first one. Episode coming out on Tuesday. Followed by next Saturday, another Saturday special. Yeah. I'll also let you guys know, uh, we had a pretty decent discussion with our third person. We the, did. the third person we talked about coming on the podcast. Yeah. Um, I still am holding on for the, you know, by the end of November, he'll be, you know, on an episode. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm excited to have him on. He's a good guy. Yeah, and he'll have a lot to contribute. He yeah. likes he likes movies a lot, so. Yeah, so I think that's all we have, but uh, until Tuesday, thank you all for listening. This has been the Movie Melty Pop Podcast. Peace out. Bye, guys.